Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've discovered something amazing. What happens when you combine one studio, new hosts, and the ability to broadcast to the entire nation? Nothing can possibly go wrong. Well, let's find out. This is the Sunday Experiment. Good evening, Australia, and good evening, Jimmy Reese and Stacey June. Hello, everyone. All right. Hi there. Woo-hoo-hoo. Here we are. It, we are here. The Sunday Experiment, it's interesting. I asked everyone, what does that mean? And they said, well, we can mix it up. We can do whatever we want. And I was like, oh, I think I've had enough of that kind of radio, Jimmy. <laughs> So welcome to the mediocre, <laughs> not so experimental radio show. I just want, I want to have a laugh, but I, I, with my experience of experimental radio, the the risk thing is 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 kind of overrated. You're done with that. <laughs> slightly, <laughs> slightly. It doesn't mean we won't have a laugh though. All right. Well, we we can maybe do a little bit of experimenting if we we'll have to get some. Uh, Get a little permission off you first, though. What to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, some experiments. I wasn't sure where you were going with that, actually. Oh, well, what kind know. of experiment are we talking about? We've got a big hour for you uh, today. It is, of course, Father's Day, which is something that we will touch on. And you've got about, what, 800 a kids? 1,000 kids yeah. now. Yeah, I've got 1,000 kids. Uh, yeah, seven-month-old twins and a four-year-old. Boom! Yeah, that's busy, mate. It's a lot. I this, you know, I've just got out of the house. I accepted this job to get out of the house. Everyone <laughs> says that. I'm actually cooking one myself, and it was a bit of a long journey for me to get there. So I was like, screw you. What about all the people that are trying to have babies? But honestly, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We also have uh, a few... A few thoughts on Nick Curios, which I think a lot of people have mm-hmm. generally on thought, thoughts on him. But uh, in particular tonight, he has just divided us in a different way. And it's all around his interest in something that I think is almost the most unattractive thing possible to date. Wow. I'm looking forward to hearing to that. And I've had something very significant happen to me this week. Anymore. Mm-hmm. We'll hear no, more about no, it later. No, no, I've just waited a long time for it, so I'll reveal that a little later. The Sunday Experiment. Hey, guys, it is Father's Day today, of course. Aww. I live in a different state to my father, uh, so I gave him the call. And you, on the other hand, had to call your dad, but also had kind of people giving you things. Yeah, my dad's interstate as well, and we got a little nice framed picture with us and um, and all these all these grandkids, and we framed it. We'll send it down to him, but we FaceTime to let him know that we got him something. Oh so we'll God. send it later. That's slack. <laughs> anyway, did your kids, did your kids um, do that for you? Like, did you? Uh, or did you get your gift today? My kids didn't need to FaceTime me because we live in the same house, days. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I woke up. I've got seven-month-old twins, twin boys, Mac right. and Vinny, and uh, Lenny, the four-year-old. Now that's where he sort of started to write his name. So this morning, it's so cute. It's very cute. You know, for I think for the last three years or something with him. I've had to do the Mother's Day card with my left hand as if he's written it. Yeah, and right. same with the twins, it's you know, like, cute. oh, they've written it. Oh, isn't it cute? But this time he's written his own name. He needs help with the E, though. Lenny, his name is L, leaves it blank, N-N-Y, <laughs> and then gets the teacher at preschool to <laughs> fill in the E. That's terrifying. Oh, you got Tori to do the E this I'm morning. I'm terrified about that with parenting because that's 
such patience. I don't have patience. I'm like, write the freaking E. Like, like, just get there. You get will there. practice all week for the E. Mother's Day is in seven months. Yes, yeah, seriously. I, I am a bit concerned about my lack of patience. But, but it's very cute, you know. You know, Father's Day is a, is a wonderful thing. You know, like uh, when, when you're a bit older, you, you go and do things with your dad. You might go out for breakfast. But um, when they're so little and they're so cute, I got, we all got matching hats. That's so there's cute. four hats. We all had a photo today with that. Four pale blue hats with a little leather on the thing, and um, oh, we were out a bit today. Spunky, a little bit spunky. Yeah, a bit cool, Dad. Well, uh, lucky I've got a <laughs> cool wife. Yeah, or, right. Or else it could be real daggy yeah, real right. quick. <laughs> I got you some matching hats. They're bucket hats. <laughs> <laughs> so when you came in to the studio before we started the show, mm-hmm. and we're getting to know each other, of course, we haven't done a show before, and you came in and said, "Oh, I got," I said, "What did you get? You've got three hundred kids. Like, you surely you got a gift." <laughs> and you said, "Oh, it was a card." You know, I got mm. this beautiful card and Lenny couldn't quite spell his name. He missed it. And I thought, wow, you really are a dad because <laughs> you cared about a card. Like I know, I know I'm a big fan of cards too, but really like it does, it's a very, it's a very telling sign of becoming a parent when the sentimental thing is what you lead in with. Is a card. I know. Yeah, I know. I didn't get anything else. I just got a card. It was, you know, you know what? There was another bit of the card where he drew a picture of uh, me and it's like a circle with two lines for the legs and like a, a horizontal line for some hair. And then Lenny, he had a little bit of spiky hair, same circle, two eyes and it. Right. I didn't look too excited in his picture, to be honest. Maybe right. we can get it on Instagram. I'll, I'll get a picture of it and okay. get it on Instagram. And the it Sunday went, experiment is where you can find that. It went me, Lenny, and then the rest, are like with a considerable <laughs> distance in between us and the mum and the twins. Well, fair enough, too. He's got two little squirts that have taken over his life. My house looked pretty different. Uh, I had, it was strangely, it was a really weird experience. We're uh, expecting a baby early next year, my mm-hmm. husband and I. I'm still not used to the husband title, to be honest. It makes me feel like I'm about 10 years older than I feel. Is that a and bit of an experiment still? <laughs> that, yeah, that, no. And so, well, it can't be now. I'm cooking his child. Um, so he's got to stick around. But no, I, I actually wrote a, a little card to oh, him, card myself, from the, from the fetus. From the fetus. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what did I the just, fetus as, have to say? As I started writing it, I was like, this is freaking weird. Like, happy Father's Day. I'm not alive yet it's gonna be it was just but it is alive well of course yeah true that is we've gone dark fast but (laughs) but it was it was just more of a I thought it was a really sweet thing and every single time I try to do real sweet kind of parental mummy daddy Mm. things I fail I'm realizing that I'm probably not going to be that kind of a mum because it just feels a bit weird to me well I just had a word too did it sign its name it had trouble with the e as well in embryo Good one, Dad. (laughs) This is the Sunday Experiment. Let's not f*** this up. Oh, right. Now, I want to talk about Nick Kyrgios. Oh, he is a divisive kind of person, isn't he? Oh, don't give me that. Here's his latest one, right? He's bombed out of the US Open third round and he's lost to Andrei Rublev. He's gone down (laughs) in straight sets. But he... This is this is the this is the classic curious moment. He's been heard on the court, not even a press conference after, which is usually where the gold comes from. He's uh, he sort of yelled out or under his breath to his to his um, coaching box, "Gaming bro, Call of Duty has ruined me." So he's blamed. So he's lost and blamed the Call of Duty game for his tennis match. Probably, yep. And then later on, he's he was even caught saying, uh, "I don't even want to be here, bro. I just want to be at home." <laughs> Presumably <What playing>? gaming. <laughs> That's a real unattractive thing for him. 
I what, what is playing is tennis he, um saying that he's a gamer? The gamer thing. <gasps> is he single? What? I think he is single, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be going around saying that too loudly. Do you think that um he's unattractive because he is a gamer? Yes. What? I actually think that this is a bit of a turn off. <laughs> and I, I, I have actually raised this with a friend of mine who is single and not quite thinking about dating yet. It's a bit too soon, but is going to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, he's obviously looking to fill his time <laughs> and was speaking about buying a complete Grand Prix set on PlayStation, which I don't know if you're familiar, but apparently also involves not just your kind of game console, but like a full-on seat you, that right, you, you mean the the Formula One seat, the steering wheel, the pedals, a helmet. Yes, it, it, mate. You could probably do it in VR as well. You I that? think you can. He says, wow, you know, he's, gonna every, be there. he's like, everything's affected, you know, oh. the way that you speak to managers, the way you, it, like, it's a complete Grand Prix kind of life experience. And I said, if there is a time you're ready to date again and a girl walks into your house <laughs> with some big weird chair and a helmet, what, what do you exactly think is going to go down here? I, I'm sorry, but it, I, I just have to be honest here. There is something about the gaming console in the corner of a room of a bloke's house when you enter it for the Ooh, first time righto. that sets off a bit of a... All right, all right. Well, and let, I did let that sound effect myself. <laughs> <laughs> let yes. me pose this question to you then. Nick Kyrgios, he is... He's he's a successful tennis player. I know he's a bit all over the shop, but he earns a lot of money. He's on the world tour. He was ranked in the top ten. He's a very he's a good looking guy. He's got a pretty good bod. He's definitely a boy man because he carries on like an absolute toddler. But you know, I think uh, I think a lot of people would find him attractive. But are you saying that he's not attractive because of the gaming thing? I think that it drops him a peg, yes. Right, okay. So what (laughs) what we want to know here on the Sunday experiments is that would you date? Nick Kyrgios, knowing that he smashes out some Call of Duty into the early hours and not focuses on his work. Yeah, and I think it's time to admit whether that affects your decision-making process when it comes to dating people. I'm really intrigued in this because I'm sorry. I know a lot of girls might not admit it, but when I, if I'm walking into Kyrgios's house oh. and I'm seeing the console set up on the couch with a couple of cans of Coke there, I'm thinking <laughs> I need to exit. All right, so we call 131060. Would you date Nick Kyrgios knowing now that he's a gamer? Uh, we've got Ryan here. Ryan, are you a gamer? I am indeed, yeah. Radio. Oh, g'day, Ryan. Yeah, How are you, mate? Without, oh, that's good to hear. Ryan, without cutting you off, you, how can you really answer whether you date yourself? <laughs> well, I was, I was just going to say that um, it's a very good stress reliever. Being I'm, I'm in the corporate world, so it's, you come home, put the kids to bed, and the missus watches her show, and you just jump on for a couple of hours and just shoot some people. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. Hey, hey, you know, I, I play games too, Stace. You're saying that I'm uh, a little less unattractive than because I, I know that that's what you thought when let's not go down this road. Well, the, <laughs> you know I'm going to answer you straight. The answer is yes. I'm not going <laughs> to change my mind because you're sitting in front of me. I'm going to give it to you straight. We've, we've got Kayla on, uh, on 131060. Kayla, I do need an opinion of someone that's actually looking to date a gamer. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I actually, I do have a boyfriend and he's a little bit of a gamer. Oh, nice. And yeah, so yeah. I, did you did you know this before you met him? Oh, no. I've, exactly. Um, <laughs> I have learned it 
but I think it's kind of cute. Like, he he gets so excited. He levels up at the moment. He's going through a FIFA phase. <laughs> Kayla. Up. Kayla, I need to talk. You need to give it to me straight. <laughs> Would you have found this cute at the beginning before you fell in love with him? Because I think all of a sudden all of our partners even start to look good on the bloody loo. I think that, you know, like <laughs> everything everything starts to look pretty rosy and romantic once you fall in love with them. But what about before you got to that love stage? Would you have found it as cute then? I think I would have been a little bit hesitant. But I think because I know like a lot of guys that play it as well, I just think it's like a little, a fr- sometimes it's a friend thing. So it's just like a guy thing to do. So I don't know. I think if they're doing it all day, every day, I'm like, oh, no, red flag. Mm. But I don't know. I'm kind of like, it's just a guy thing. Okay. Thanks, Kayla. Okay. 131060 is the number. Who have we got there, James? We've got Taylor. Taylor, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Doing well. Taylor, Taylor, we not we want to know. Just would you date Nick Kyrgios if he if you knew that every single night he's on Call of Duty to the early hours? <laughs> Definitely not. I've got a boyfriend at the moment who's a gamer, and mm-hmm. it's actually just one less thing that he's got in his life that's not me. <laughs> when he comes home, when he comes home, he just wants to go on his Xbox, and that's, <laughs> instead oh. of wanting to come home to his. Girlfriend. I hear you, Taylor. There's so much more to be said about the gamer thing other than, I'm, and I'm certainly not sitting in this kind of, you're a dorky, that stereotype. I'm sitting more in the fact that you guys, and if we're talking about a straight relationship here, you guys are already more internal, more kind of involved in yourselves than girls are. It's already hard enough to get conversation happening without a freaking console in the lounge room. <laughs> so what you're suggesting is... Exactly. Yes. What you're suggesting is, instead of levelling up on the game, we want to level up in the in the bed, bedroom? I in, think in life? The best with, foreplay, with your, with your, uh... The best foreplay is conversation, Jimmy. <laughs> okay, so we want to... if there's anything in the room that's taking away from bloody conversation, it's going to be a turn-off, let me tell you. All right. Conversation level up. This is the Sunday Experiment, giving new hosts a red-hot go to make some radio. I am halfway through my pregnancy, my very first pregnancy, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would know a little bit about this. And it's interesting because what you don't know about me is that I would avoid all conversation about any form of farting, any kind <laughs> of number two uh, action. It just wasn't really in my forte. I've pushed the buttons with a lot of things on mm. air and that was not one of them. However, when you start to go through a, such a bodily change like I am currently going through, there's things that pop up that really do take you to another level and essentially transform who you are as a person. Pregnancy has definitely been Mm -hmm. that for me. And one of the big conversations around my house at the moment is constipation. (laughs) I'm sorry, but there's just not enough people telling you that not only do you grow a baby, but you also lose room to process all the kinds of things you're shoving down your mouth, which P.S. is probably about double what I usually do. So I uh, was actually with my husband and his best mate, who I refer to as my second husband, because I am in this kind of weird three-way relationship, went pram shopping and the woman was looking at me as if I was the the donor or the um the surrogate because that's how often we are together. And this particular second husband, which mm-hmm. is my my husband's best mate, was telling me about an option that he found um, after me, you know, constantly talking about this constipation. He suggested that potentially I looked at getting a poo donor. Uh, sorry. <laughs> 
apparently, I don't know, James, I wanted, I don't want to not give this justice. And for some reason, you're the bloody expert in poo donation. <laughs> but we were talking, can you explain to everyone and to Jimmy Please. what is involved behind poo donation? Yeah, like, uh, I'm not sure how I came across knowing about it, but I do know a bit. Um, so it's for anyone that has like inflammatory bowel issues. You can basically get what is a, a stool donor. So someone else does yeah, the business uh-huh. and then um, it gets sort of blended up by a professional um, and you can sort of take it in lots of different ways uh, in whatever way is most comfortable for you and it actually improves the gut bacteria that you've got right. in your stomach. Because I, I wasn't sure if it meant that then it, your body starts copying someone else's body's poo. Like that's what I, <laughs> I thought that maybe what your, body, your, your body starts to replicate. I'll have to ring Dave. Yeah, some, you know, like Steve from the pub who's just had about 10 beers. All of a sudden he's got some form of stool Isn't that now your body could recreate, which means that you're moving a whole lot right, freer. Wow. Goodbye, Metamucil. <laughs> this is so funny. The Sunday Experiment. Brand new hosts on a brand new show. Their palms are sweaty. Mum's spaghetti. Stace, I have waited a very, very, very long time for something. 19 years, in fact. And uh, has it a guess what it is? Uh, getting into a Heston restaurant. <laughs> no, it's not that. <clears throat> what about, um, are you, well, you're a family man looking for the perfect family home. Absolutely not. It's not that. It's, um, it's, a, it's a real first world sort of thing. Uh, finally, in the last month, I've received my MCC <laughs> membership. Yes. For those who don't know what that is, it's a very exclusive <laughs> club in Melbourne. It's the Melbourne Cricket Club. It has And car- you wait 19 years to get in. It's got carpet in the area. I mean, it's a sporting, <laughs> hey, it's hey, a sporting hey. precinct they and have, it has carpeted areas. They have in a the- long room. <laughs> yeah, well, I- and and when, when it's a big game and you can get mid-strength beers everywhere else in the members, though, you can get whatever you want. You can and you drink out of glass and you know how I know this? Because I got this membership when I was 18. Oh, you were in from birth. See, I was in from yeah. 2000, obviously. Um, anyway, um, it's it's been a long, long time. But, uh, you know, the thing is, it's very exclusive really to Melbourne. If you live in Melbourne, as you did, you grew up in Melbourne, mm-hmm. you go to the AFL, the MCG is the place to be, the place to see cricket, the place to see uh, footy. And uh, now I live in Sydney, so it's been a bit of a letdown. So I'm looking at all my privileges and I can't do anything. I even looked up reciprocal rights to go to the SCG with my MCC membership, but you have to live out of the state. And I live in the state where the SCG is. I can't even get in there. So, hang on. So, are you, okay, and also I think for everybody that's playing at home, what you may not be aware of is how expensive it is. I think it's almost $700 a year. So are you telling me you're going to pay for a membership that you can't access just because you've waited a really long time going for it? Going to already pay. Oh. But there's an interstate There's an interstate fee, but you do have to pay 1000 bucks to get in. Anyway, that's beside the point. I want to know on 131060, what have you waited a very, very, very long time for there's been a little bit of a letdown at the end. It's not, that's a big letdown, mate. You you mentioned Heston getting into Heston Blumenthal's restaurant. Probably wouldn't be a letdown after waiting a few months to get into one of his pop-ups. No, I wouldn't imagine so. But if you have waited a really long time, and I'm talking for something that you've dreamt about, mm. you know, especially if you think about taking your kids to the footy like you have, and it just has been a big fat flop. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're taking your calls on 131060. Maybe it's a holiday that's gone wrong, something that you're <laughs> waiting to buy. 
And let or you maybe down. an engagement. Oh. Taking your calls next. 13, a letdown? An engagement <laughs> letdown? It could be. While the bosses are away, these new hosts will, will try not to get fired. This is the Sunday Experiment. 131060, what have you waited a really, really, really long time for? There's been a little bit of a letdown. This month I got my MCC membership. It's taken me 19 years to get it. It's a very exclusive thing for Melbourne. Now I live in Sydney. Can't even go. It cost about 1500 bucks in the first year and then 700 after that and every year. you're paying it and you can't attend. It, it know, just, it's I such fa- a wank fest, that thing. My like, uncle nominated just, me and I feel bad that I, <laughs> if I didn't take it. It's an absolute joke. I was trying to think in the song when this has happened to me and I remembered... I used to be so obsessed with Eminem in high school. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but I was like a teenager in the 90s, right? And 131060, um, if you have something that you can relate to around this. But I used to be, I was a teenager in the 90s and I dressed like a bloke. I just, you don't know, there was this real kind of silver chair rock <laughs> rapper thing. Nice. And I was so obsessed with Eminem. And, you know, fast forward to, I reckon, 10 years later, it took me till I was about 25 and saw him at Telstra Dome, which is one of the names of that bloody oh, dome Marvel now. Stadium, it is Yeah, now, right. And, um, and. It was he just mimed like oh, even really? like the parts of Rihanna's song like when she would sing it was just like some weird big talking screen that would start singing at you. It was just such <laughs> an absolute <laughs> letdown. Oh wow, Stefan Elwood, uh, have you been let down? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Tell us about it, Steph. What happened? So as a kid, I always wanted to go to Alice Springs and Uluru to the rock. And we finally got there and um, gastro was going through the town. And my whole family got gastro and so we didn't get to go. Oh, that's not a let down. That's a let out. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So you didn't even go. Also not the place that you necessarily want to be running to the toilet, no, is it? Because I'm I've imagining, never seen my family run so yeah, in my life. and I'm imagining mm. that there's not exactly to- toilets are plenty. You know what I mean? No. Like it, it's one of those things that uh, I think is you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And you it's couldn't, not an you couldn't be, become a poo donor that week either. <laughs> yeah. I know. Thanks, Dan. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. The Sunday Experiment. 131060, I'm going to need some dudes that are willing to be honest here. Jimmy, you are one of them, my friend. So I'm going to paint a bit of a picture for you last week. Mm -hmm. I am halfway through my pregnancy. It's my first time I've been pregnant and I'm, I'm pretty wrapped about it, to be honest. It's an amazing thing. It is a pretty incredible thing. But what it does do is shock the living bejeebas out of you. I was so (laughs) sick for such a long time. You lose kind of any form 
form of yourself for a while. You, I was vomiting a lot and oh. was quite nauseous and you just start to feel like a bit of a shell of yourself, a bit of a feral human, to be honest. <laughs> like a bit, your boobs get really big. You're kind of feeling like they're growing milk for it. You feel like a cow. Like it's just a bizarre <laughs> new thing to go through. And last week, my morning sickness had definitely shaken off. I'd kind of got my confidence back. I wasn't right. as tired. And the sun started to shine in my life Finally. again. And I'd bought some new clothes. I was heading off for work um, and I was walking up the street actually from my place. I'm writing a book. So there's a nice cafe that I walk to every day. Mm -hmm. The sun was shining. I had this new dress on and I was feeling myself. I just was, I was walking and just kind of, I had this, this dress that was feeling really good. After uh, three and a half months of constant nausea, I just felt really, I got to say, I felt really sexy in myself. I just felt myself again, you know? So I walk past this barber shop, Mm -hmm. right? Which is one of these weird fusion barber things where there's sport and beer and (laughs) like, you know. And hair cutting and mustaches and It's just one of these entrepreneurial ideas that have gone up on steroids. Like there's a lot going on. (laughs) And but what it does is frequent a lot of men. Uh So I happen to be walking towards this barber shop and I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling the way I'm feeling inside, which is a very the very same person I would have felt maybe four or five months ago before being pregnant. So I look at these dudes, a couple of them are pretty good looking. And again, I'm married, but everybody would be lying to say if when they don't feel good about themselves, they're not wondering if those particular guys were maybe checking you out. And so I turn over and I look at them. I'm like, they're cute. And then I thought they're probably thinking I'm cute. Oh, hang on a second. I have a basketball (laughs) growing from my stomach. And all of a sudden I was taken out of this I'm sexy walking up the street, these dudes are checking me out fantasy and just dropped to the reality that there's a very big chance that they were absolutely not checking me out because I am a married pregnant woman. And I just wondered on 131060, and this is where I'm going to need some honesty here Mm -hmm. from everyone, do guys still check out pregnant chicks? Now this, I need to preface by saying that this is not for an ego boost. Mm-hmm. It is a, a, I just want to know if this is still something that happens. And you, and you cannot include your wife in this, Jimmy. Like yeah, well, you, you know what I mean? Like it's a yeah, bit different. Yeah, yeah. Obviously my husband thinks I'm beautiful and there's all these yeah, things I'm growing his yeah. child. Well, I think, you know, pregnancy or maybe I've been changed because I've seen my wife go through pregnancy and I think it's such a magical and amazing and wonderful thing. You said to me in, in the break, I'd have to take myself back to when, you know, like yeah. in my teens or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't think of a time where, oh, but I think you, you know, if a, if there's a pretty lady and you're checking it out, the, the, she's a pretty lady. Let's do this for all of the chicks as well that are maybe doing pregnancy on their own. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. single girls out there that are actually going through pregnancy and probably do want to know if there's guys that are looking out for them. And maybe also for dudes that aren't fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wonder if there's just average guys on 131060 that are looking and checking out chicks. I'm going to say yeah. That are clearly pregnant. I don't know. I, 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 once I, the reality dropped, I really didn't think that they were. <laughs> and it was quite depressing, I've got to say. We're taking your calls next, 131060. Guys, do you check out pregnant chicks? You're listening <laughs> to the Sunday experiment. Uh, that's a sexy waddle. <laughs> This is the Sunday Experiment, giving new hosts a red-hot go to make some radio. Well, we've got Mark on the line. Mark, you there? Yeah, how are you going? G'day, mate. How are you? You good? We just want to know, 
We want the honest, we want an honest response here on whether you're a person or you know people that are still checking out pregnant chicks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, my, my partner I've been with for almost four years now, when I first started seeing her, she was seven months pregnant. Oh, wow. I think if, um, yeah, I know plenty of people that, uh, plenty of my mates check out pregnant women all the time. And I think it's just that, I, I, I guess it's just the way, I don't know, they're glowing. They're, they're think, radiating energy and that's, I think that's, you know, that's that's always something really good. And um, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, that, that's just something that um, yeah, I was, I was going to mention to you. So, so a lot of things, you might say it about your wife, uh, your, your partner at the time, like, like Mark says, it's, there's this radiant glow that a lot of pregnant, uh, that pregnant women have. Yeah. And it is, there's something, uh, there is something magical about it. And uh, so they, it, might, it might have been just not like that, oh, chicken out. I might be like, wow, there's something about this lady. Mark was very sweet, though, because I do think it's important to say that not everybody is taken when they're pregnant. And I think that's a really good point. Chris, what do you reckon? Do you reckon guys still check out pregnant chicks? Yeah, all the time. All the blokes I work with and I do myself. As I love the, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> so your doubt has subsided. You were like, they work. <laughs> um, and Chris, do you agree with Mark or what is it about pregnant chicks? Is it is it just that you don't see them differently or is there something they exactly glow. different about them? They glow. Uh, they, they glow. There's something about them. They're, they're producing a new life. So they're, yeah. It is an absolutely incredible thing being pregnant. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. And thank you, Chris. Thanks for your call. We have got Justin on the line. Justin, you're there. What do you think, mate? Yeah, mate. I'm here. No, it's a beautiful thing. I I check them out, and yeah, half the time I'm not sure <laughs> why I'm not getting some, and they are. But you know, it's <laughs> Jazzy. I don't know what. To say. I think the interesting thing about this is, is that the reason I think people don't admit it is because it's so assumed that everyone's taken, which I think is really not the case now in 2019. No, no, you know, no. it's just not the way that it always it always happens these days. That you're in a relationship and pregnancy, which I like. You know, I think it's it's good for people to be seen as people. You yeah, know what I mean? I, as women I, to be seen as women. And I think that, you know, like you hear some of these calls and go, oh, check out chicks or whatever. It's not. It's, it's, it's admiring someone who is, um, who is looking, f- you know, fabulous for that, that day and that moment. And they, there is something magical and glowing about a, a Cal, pregnant lady. Cal, what do you reckon? Mate, mate look, all, I, I mean, I was with a pregnant woman for quite a while, my, my daughter-in-law. Um, and we were getting, like, she, the, the, the looks we were getting uh, in the shopping centres was unbelievable. I don't even know. I think they might have been looking at me. Has he impregnated her, or uh, you know? I mean, hey, and I mean, my my daughter-in-law is beautiful. Just Um, to confirm, or can you turn your radio down, Carl? Sorry, I'm pushing it. Well, I'm pushing the pram now. So we're getting even more weird looks from people because I don't know whether they think, hang on, is that the father or what? Just to confirm, Carl, you are not your daughter-in-law was not having your baby. No, no, no. She's <laughs> okay, great. Son, she's son, I think <laughs> there was just a few holes there that we needed to fill. But I, I think that um, I think that it has been. It's just a nice thing to hear that. Regardless, yeah. I think for a while there, people feel a little bit. I don't know. Is there like a creepy element because everybody assumes that everyone's taken or something? But it's it's refreshing. Yeah, it is. It's such a magical thing as we heard from all these guys. Uh, maybe not Carl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was. It's, it is an amazing thing. It's an incredible thing. It's um. It's. I think uh, it would be awesome if some blokes would ha- you know take a bit more of the the load of being pregnant as well. We do nothing. 
Yeah, well, it's nice to get the compliments. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> While the bosses are away, these new hosts will... will try not to get fired. This is the Sunday Experiment. Stace, I want to talk to you about engagement rings. Oh, you're already married, aren't you? Yeah, I know, but I'm just... <laughs> engagement rings are one of these things that, you know, it's a uh, man... You might hear things like a man spends three months' pay to, to express his love for... Oh, I hate uh, that crap. Anyway, it's a a hot thing. Do I go to Tiffany's? Do I not go to Tiffany's? Do I get the, the, the size matter? I think often it's a lot about the guy than it is about the girl wanting to prove how much she earns or something. Don't you reckon? (laughs) Haven't you heard that? Like, it's like these, this is my piece of, you know what I mean? Like I'm showing off. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> a little bit. But it is. It's such a way to express your love. It's a big moment in a man's life and, and a couple's life. And there's a, uh, there's, a, there's a little image that's circulated around the internet and, um, and sparked a bit of debate on Reddit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all you sorts of amazing stuff. No, you, not really. I don't uh, know how to use it. <laughs> anyway, this was, the tweet. this was the tweet that went out. Okay, this is the tweet that went out. We've been together <laughs> for eight years and talking about getting married for almost three. Well, I'm already so, you getting know, this a... Is a but it's a long relationship. And I'm already getting a gauge of this person by the way that they've typed this message. <laughs> just, just hey, you got to keep things short on Twitter. <laughs> Dis to ring. <laughs> I'm not selling it well, am I? Dis to ring, he said he saved up for me to, to buy me. Am I being shady or materialistic if this is what he bought me? Now, I just want you to think. This, this lady has put a, a picture out saying this, the size of this diamond is too small for me and the size of the ring is pathetic. Now, give the guy a break. He saved up some of his wages, gone out on his own accord. Can I say and the ring, popped please? The question. And, well, can you show me I the want ring? you to have an opinion first on this man. Do you think he's a poor old man? You know, he's... he's Hang it's on, so I have thing. to have an opinion on him before I see the ring. What do you think about material shaming your engagement ring? Look, to be fair, I am surprised I even have a ring. I was really not. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. I really wasn't into the engagement ring thing. I felt that it was this kind of really, when you say it's a symbol of love, I found that really uncomfortable. Um, but then I started to realize, actually, no, I would like something to mark yeah. that moment. But I do think people can very easily lose the meaning of it. It becomes a bit about, I don't know, just the wrong things. Well, I want to show you this image of this ring, which has sparked a lot of debate. Everyone jumped in and chimed in saying, why would you put this up? I mean, it's just a little bit small, isn't it? Don't you think? Okay, so I'm looking at the ring that this (laughs) woman has shared on Twitter so graciously after her proposal. (laughs) It's a band. I mean, the poor guy. Look, he's he's saved up his cash. Hang on, so I'm just trying to see. Is, you can't is even that see it. That's how small it is. <laughs> we'll put it up on the Instagram page, the Sunday Experiment, if you want to see. Okay, so basically it's like a really simple gold band and then it's quite bizarre because it looks like it's a diamante stuck on her finger. <laughs> it doesn't actually look like it's on the ring at all. <laughs> To be honest, I think it's quite pretty. Pretty? Yeah, well, I, I guess she put it up and said, is this, like he's saved up, we've been together for eight years, thinking about getting married for three, and this is what he could come up with. I mean, it it is. I wanted to hear your opinion, so you could get on the Instagram, the Sunday Experiment, or the social Sunday Experiment. It is rather small, I will say. Look, and I will. I agree, She's got a point. I do agree with you, actually, because I am all here saying that it shouldn't be about the ring and all of this kind of stuff. But my question here is, why bother? <laughs>
The Sunday Experiment. Stace, you've done radio for a long time, and I'm sure there's many a conversation that happens off air that gets brought into the studio, and I've done that first time, first show. You expressed to me that you well, hang on. love well, play well, school. Without asking permission. <laughs> without, exactly, generally without there's asking. A, Yeah, just so generally moving forward, we'll have a bit of a conversation of, I know you mentioned that, but you're it's right, It's called sir. the experiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm experimenting with your tolerance of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you said to me something about, um, you know, having this sort of, uh, this love of play school mm. and that you could see yourself on there one day. Well, it's a bit of a dream of mine, which I've always kept to myself because, I don't know, it just feels like one of those things that you have when you're younger and imagine that doesn't really become real. But I also probably did that with radio and didn't think that was going to be my life either. And (laughs) and here I am. So it is, it's just one of those things that's kind of forever stay as a piece of magic from my childhood. It is magical. It's been going over 50 years now, I think. It's an incredible program. And you know what? We share the same office. Well, yeah. We're often in the same studios next door to each other in the same building. And I thought, well... Why not you, over the next four weeks, I test out your talents and maybe we can put an audition reel together for you. You see, that's making it very real. Um, <laughs> and With your permission, of course. I mean, giving some context, and you'd be able to speak to this much more accurately than me, but it's a really full-on audition process, right? Like those people are, um, in, like the presenters on Play School are incredibly trained actors or, you know, yeah. voice workers or performers. So I don't know if I've actually got, I don't know if I've got what it takes. Oh, well, we can find out. Why not? There's a lot of, um, it's, uh, it, it's funny. It's interesting the way they talk and you've got to interact with toys and you almost become a puppeteer and, and um, take little Ted on his little adventure. And there's nursery rhyme singing and you're playing with a live uh, pianist there. It's really an interesting. It's an amazing. It's an amazing program. They do lots of many, many things uh, on there, and there's you know, like you mentioned, there are talented um, people on there. Um, and then there's all those things that we just loved as kids, like guessing the window with the rocket ship takeoff. The train goes round. There's a cat on the back of the train. There's a cat in the story today. Look to the left. I think, it, and I think I need to kind of just interrupt here and let everybody know for those of you that don't know what Jimmy does. <laughs> most of the time that he's not sitting here talking to me uh, is that he has his own children's television show, which is a little bit more, it's kind of like play school on acid or something, right? Like It's like, it's pretty. It's, it's been described that it's, way, I guess. It's turned up to about a nine. It is. The reason, and there's no offence to you, but the reason I like play school is there's a bit of a meditative oh, quality okay. to so, it. Is that one of the things that you would like? A little bit of a slower pace in your life than this fast-paced radio. I just like the – there's a bit of a relaxing kind of nature to it. And it's just – I don't know. It's just one of those things that I'd like, you know, one day would love to tick off my bucket list. You wouldn't want to just um, send in some of your radio breaks from the Thinker Girls to see if we could just chuck them in and see if you could get a gig? It was funny that you say that, right? Because I remember (laughs) thinking at the time, well, that's off the list now when I was doing the Thinker Girls. But now I've come full circle. Surely I get to even that out by becoming a mum myself. You're about to become a mother, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That empathy and everything that comes with play school. Well, yeah, so, so over the next four weeks, why don't we put you through your paces? And what does that mean exactly? I don't know yet. <laughs> so you'll give, you'll give me some activities to see if I could do it? I might have to watch it. And also, yeah. another question is, are you connected? Like, would this be legit? Oh, well, I could. they're probably listening at the moment going, no, no. But, yeah, why not? Maybe we'll, go, we'll ring the EP on the last episode and see. And say, well, okay. 
Okay, all right. So next week I'm you'll have some. I'm not promising anything. I'm no, not no. promising anything. I'll bring some. Uh, I'll bring some material that you have to recite next week. Okay, okay, and we'll carry this on for yeah, the next. Yeah, maybe I'll month. bring in a, a soft toy that you can play around with. <laughs> Sounds weird, um, but okay. <laughs> See, I'm already probably not the person. There's a bear my, in there. My mind right, goes to interesting places. This is the Sunday Experiment. Let's not f*** this up. It is the first day of spring, Jimmy. Yes. Which means that I am saying goodbye to a winter staple, not just for this season, but for life. Oh, really? What is it? It's a slow cooker. What? A <laughs> slow cooker? I love my slow cooker. <gasps> Get out. They are the most underrated pieces of crap I think I've ever had the trouble of using. What do you mean? I'm on my third brand. <laughs> hey, whoa, hang on. You've bought three of them? Different ones. I Because I've kept thinking I must be doing something wrong. What's going wrong with it? What's so, your issue with it? So when you set it up, it's simple. That's the yeah. whole point of it, right? So you chuck everything in at you the beginning of the day and that's it. Mm. And so that's fine. I can follow a recipe and they're bloody simple. Yep. Put some stock veggies, a <laughs> bit of parsley, whatever. Meat, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so by the end of the day, and I've tried the four-hour and the eight-hour option, I've seared the meat before, I've done everything <laughs> you're supposed to do, and then I get home and I'm like, oh, my God, that is amazing. And I walk in and I'm like, this is Smells the best delicious. ever. And so I dish it up yeah, and I you uh-huh. know, start to eat it and I put it in my mouth and I'm just so sick to death of being so <laughs> utterly disappointed <laughs> with the difference between the smell and the taste. It's like... Like all of a sudden, all of the essence and the goodness has gone into the smell and you're left with eating sandpaper. There is, <laughs> al- there is never any flavour. What? No, you're lying if you say that there is flavour in a slow-cooked meal. Hey, like, look, I will agree that there is a little true, bit. Right? <laughs> they are a little bit. It is a little bit left to be desired sometimes. But maybe you're doing it wrong. Maybe there's, maybe there's just something you're just missing, like salt and butter. No, I swear to God, I would put <laughs> half a thing of salt in there. And I've tried everything. I tried. As I said, I bought two other brands after the first one. I can't believe you bought one. more. That is so ridiculous <laughs> because it's the most simple heating element with a big crock pot and that's it. And also, I, I thought I must be like seriously screwing it up because it's so simple. The whole reason everyone's like, oh, my God, I love my slow cooker. Oh, my God, it's winter. I can't wait for slow cooked meals. Let's put the shanks in. Well, I'm sorry. But, again, the shanks smell amazing. The consistency, like, in terms of what they look like and feel like are great because it kind of falls off the bone. But the taste is a piece of crap. You'd think it would be infused more. Is that what you're thinking? I feel like the smell just completely is so good that it always leaves for disappointment. Like there's just never a time where the taste has ever lived up to the smell. Well, you need to get some of those things that synchronised swimmers wear on their noses so you can mask the smell and then just eat it and then you can see really if it actually tastes good and you can forget the smell. I'm sorry, but I, I've already thrown them out. They're also abs- an absolute bitch for storage. So, they, I mean, who knows, who knows where to put that piece of beast? Like, it's so big. So, Maybe you can, I'm done. Well, there is and some amazing recipes for some random things you can cook in this slow cooker. I think you should get it out and cook some desserts in there. Different recipes I've tried, different brands as I've said I've tried. It takes up too much of my kitchen. I'm absolutely done with the BS behind I'll the slow cooker. i tell you what you need cooker. to get, an air fryer. You're obsessed with that thing. <laughs> I got it in. I got the air fryer in. Yes. Look, you know what? I must say, I am intrigued after watching your Instagram post. Exactly. 
Check me out on Instagram. You'll see my what's in the fryer post. <laughs> Slow cooker be gone. Air fryer in. The Sunday Experiment. Well, that's a first show for us wrapped up. Woo! Happy Father's Day it. to you, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. And shout out to you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Well, I think also a, a bit of a shout out to those that may not have their dads around. Of course. I know, I, it's a bit depressing, but I do think it's one of those days that is, I don't know, it's like Christmas Day, a happy funeral. And like, you know where there's always all kinds yeah. of emotions? <laughs> and father you know figures. I mean? You know, people have father figures and a uh, biological father, but your father figures out there, shout out to all them as well. Yeah, I hope hey, everyone I, had a Next good week, day. I'm going to bring in a children's book and we're going to start your play school audition. Okay, You're going to so read. I've mentioned that I might want to, or I have a bit of a dream of mine to be on play school. You being the child entertainer uh-huh. that you are. I know some people. I'm going to run me through the rings <laughs> over the next month. But we Most will of be... them are owls, but I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> The Sunday experiment is where you can follow us. You can also follow Stacey and Jimmy on on our Instagram accounts. And we'll be back next Sunday, guys. It's been fun. All right. That's it. We made it. We're still on air. Okay. We're back the same time next week for another Sunday experiment. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.